Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 107 of the Houston Round Ball Review presents Folks Talking Sports. I am, of course, KG Chris Gardner, owner of the Houston Round Ball Review. And joining me, if you're watching on the big screens, is my brothers, A.D. Adolphus Moore from the AdMess Corner. How are you, Mr. Moore? Good afternoon, sir. How you doing, KG? I'm doing outstanding, man. Just came from back from the Texas camp practice, well, press of the day, you know. Getting ready for the we week. We'll talk about that, yes, sir. And last but not least, one of the original part of the big three. Yes, can I say that? So yeah. I get in trouble? No. Part of the big three. <laughs> well, ten or twice. Uh, excuse me, Brother Q. Brother Willie Gibson from Ohio. How are you, sir? I'm wonderful, sir. Happy Labor Day to everybody. How are you? You as well. And we're going to – it's going to be hot tonight. So get ready. Enjoy this mellow vibe. We'll be right back in 20 seconds. back and i want to say this i didn't know this until either sunday or saturday the houston round bar review <laughs> youtube channel has accumulated a total of over four million views wow congrats my brother congrats four million one, one wow. more again four million views nice over three thousand videos of course one of those Comes to like 25% of that, Russ talking about Pat Bev, but still, that's my channel. Over 4 million views on the Houston Round Ball Review YouTube channel. Now, don't you think I'm gonna toss that number out to advertisers? Don't you think I had a brother today say, Chris, man, you wasting your time talking about that, man. You said 4 million views, let's do this. So I said, okay, so going forward. Cross your fingers and toes, Miss Wanda Polk. Thank you very much, Queen, for supporting the Houston Round Bar View as long as you have. She's done a lot for us in a short time, so much appreciated to her. Thank you very much. Okay. Tony M., thank you as always. Tony M. is like the prince or slash king of the supporters of the Houston Round Bar Review. I'm going to go here. Yes, I am. Uh-oh. I saw Brother Mark Spears say he posted on threads and probably on X as well that Colorado's win over TCU was the biggest win in college football history. Wow. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Wow. It's big, but let's not get carried away. Yeah. Okay, but your thoughts on the Buffalo's win at TCU on Saturday? For me or, or AD? Go Who ahead, wants to go, go ahead, first? Willie. Who wants to go, go first? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. What I'll say is uh, – in the words of Bart Scott, it's going to be a long season for all the non-believers. I'll say that. It was a big win, without question. I mean, Coach Prime came in, and, I mean, from day one, the doubters, the naysayers, he can't do this. He's a, a caricature. He's a media personality. He's this, he's that. Everything but a coach. Yeah. And I think in game one, mind you, yes, it's game one, but that man coached. He coached what, 83 new players? And I don't want to hear – I don't want to hear the – he revamped that roster within the rules. Correct. The rules that are available, 
the, the opportunity was available to everyone. As a matter of fact, Texas State beat Baylor on Saturday. They had the yeah, third yeah. most. Thump them. The yep. Thump right. yep. They had the third most. So for all of this, he won. He won. I mean, his son and, 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 and Shador Sanders is not the quarterback of Colorado because he's Deion's son. He was a five-star recruit, recruited by Alabama, recruited by Florida, recruited by Miami. Check check me. Yeah. Pull it up. Google it. He was a five-star recruit, wanted by several Power Five programs. So, I mean, but all that being said, I love Mark Spears of life, but I, I can't go as far as saying it's the biggest win in college football history. Huge win. Got another sure. one this week, the home opener against Nebraska, but Definitely, he he uh, closed a lot of miles, and as I heard somebody said, he had a CBS length receipt for everybody uh, going forward. So, Mr. Moore, what say you, sir? <clears throat> no, it was not the greatest victory in college football. Uh, if, but if we, that's another that's that's a show for another time. Was this an outstanding victory? Yeah, when you when he was what a twenty one point about a three touchdown right underdog, yep. and you not only you and not Howard only gambler man, I'd have took that took those points because I was certain of that. Oh yeah, sure. take, yep. I mean if we're being a gambler, being a gambler, any kind of gambler, yeah, we take that. But here's the thing about it: that was a total dis- lack of disrespect for what they had done, and uh, and and it's like uh, Willie had, had alluded to it. A lot of this had to do with well, it's Dion. You know, they, it was it was the the devaluation of a could he recruit, what could he bring to the table, and and all the other things. Do you go back go back and look at that staff that he has assembled? Okay, that's not a chump change staff, folks. Agreed. I mean, his offensive coordinator left a head coaching position just to become an OC under Dion. Correct. Two hours from me. Two right? hours from me. I mean, think think about that. He left a head coaching position yep. to become an offensive coordinator under Deion Sanders. Yep. And as far as the players that he has assembled, I'm waiting for somebody to say what he had done outside of the rules. Because the rules as they now stand, you can use NIL, and I don't give a damn what Tommy Tuberville and them trying to propose up in Washington, D.C. What you need to do is let those, let you know, take that tag off those generals and let them go and do their business. And all of a sudden now you're trying to go legislate NIL and everything else, especially this guy when he jumped up and left, left recruits at the table when he was trying to recruit them at one school going to another school. No, I mean, who, who are you, the hell are you to be trying to tell somebody about trying to legislate them? But back to the game at hand. To me, guys, this was something we had already seen. The bottom line, Deion Sanders does not fit the mold that what, quote, unquote, what we think a coach is supposed to be. But the bottom, but, but the thing about it, he, win, he has won. And, and so as far as I'm concerned, he, I mean, only Deion could be, I mean, a person of Deion, Deion's caliber and his persona is the one who could pull this off. Everybody can't pull that off. No. Oh, correct. He's not for everybody. No, he's not. No, he's he's not everybody's cup of tea. Sometimes he's not my cup of tea. Agree you know me either. Yeah, you know. But but the As thing Willie about Gibson knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But 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 the thing about it, you got to respect. If you if you are if you are true to yourself, you got to respect the man and the job that he's done. And I'm gonna tell you something right now. If, if uh, Nebraska walks in there in, into Boulder, the, and and they walk out with their tails hanging between the head again. 
uh, Matt Rule might be getting be looking for him a job. You know, he, he, he think about that because he lost two games in. Well, no, he, yeah, I mean, yeah, he, but but he then, just got there. Got, yeah, they're but, not the favorite. I'm gonna check the score line no, if I can but, real no, quick. No, no, Colorado's a three point favorite. Yeah, I thought it'd be more than that. See, yeah. Well, but 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 bottom line, hey man, this was a this was a very interesting game. There are some players out there, and you know what? Let's face it. I know a couple of guys that if they weren't on the Heisman watch, they should be right now. Starting Travis Hunter and Shadua Sanders. Yeah, yeah Hunter sure. and Sanders, they better be on the Heisman watch right now. No and let me say, buts. as a first-year head coach on the D1 level, you have – basically, you can bring in, turn over, have a huge roster turnover. That's part of the rules as a first-year head coach. Yeah. Dion took advantage of that rule. The coach of Texas State did the same thing. You said he was the third-most transferred – at Texas State, brought in transfers and smacked Baylor around, put Dave Aranda on the hot seat in Waco with the quickness. All those things. And I'm going to say this. If you covered, followed Jackson State, Dion the last few years at Jackson State, Shadour Sanders at Jackson State, Travis Hunter at Jackson State, you saw the talent and the ability there at that level. So don't we... I'm shocked. I could not believe he looked this good. I'm just I'm so you didn't you knew your home. Go ahead, Willie. What are you gonna say? Jackson's uh, Travis Hunter was the number one recruit in the country committed to Florida State. Yeah, correct. Dion flipped him. And who Florida was State. and who got upset? Oh Nick Saban got upset. Absolutely. Absolutely. And brought the NIL stuff. The crazy part about it, Dion is not a fan of NIL. He'll tell you. He is not a fan of NIL. He he is not a fan of the NIL movement at all. So he promotes himself and the program. And that's what he's telling these kids. Yep. Come play for me. I believe in you. I believe I'm, I chose you to come help this program win football games. Exactly. That's, and then everything will take care of itself. And, and, and what's the goal of most college athletes, college football players? What was the pros? Get to the pros. Get to the next level. Why would you not go to a first ballot Hall of Famer to get you to the league? Makes sense to me. You know, and, and this is true, and Florida State fans are salty. Yeah. That he flipped Travis Hunter. Yeah. But I, I there's some things, and I'm agreeing with Tony M on part of this. I'm not a huge Dion fan. Dion is too flash for me. For the most part, that's that's not my style. Sure. Okay, sure. but he's his own brand, coach brand. We yep. said Dion way too much probably for his liking during this first ten minutes of the show. He's coach prime because that's the brand of you know he's coach prime. But he's getting it done. Colorado loves him. Remember when they hired him? The, was it the president or the chancellor said we can't they afford do. him right now? Yeah, we can't afford. They can they can afford him now because the money million. rolling in. 28 million in in, uh, contributions to the athletic program since they hired. Yes. So it's one game. And plus he's coming back to the Big 12. (laughs) Which Brett Yomark is probably cheesing. Oh, yeah, we got this. I'm not sure for how long because, Willie, as you know it, AD, you know, Miss Wanda, you know, Tony, one of my phrases that I love to say, big bank, take little bank. So if some bigger program comes calling in a couple of years, well, Coach Prime may go somewhere else. But for now, this season, Colorado is, is enjoying the moment. 
enjoying the vibe. They're favored over Nebraska, which I think they can beat Nebraska. I doubt they'll score as many points because I think Nebraska's defense is better than TCU's defense. But Nebraska can't – their offense is still garbage. <laughs> Based on what I saw, it's still it's, it's garbage. If Travis Hunter had – he might have five picks on Saturday. Travis Hunter is Superman. It's been a long time since a guy played 100-plus snaps total in a football game. I don't even think he looked tired. Raw I mean, Wilson didn't play that many snaps when he was at Michigan, man. Come on, think about that. I, I, I mean, that was just amazing to see. So, salute to them for the win. They got to stay grounded because all week yep. building up, think they're the best thing in the world. Yeah. Nebraska is underdog. Nebraska, new coach. Hey, they don't think we're going to win. It's us against the world, that whole mentality. They're going to take us for granted, take us lightly. You know, those things happen. It's human nature. Colorado, hey, we're, we're big stuff now. Look at us. Everybody loves us. You know, just take one little slip up, a couple turnovers here and there. You didn't even come up with a loss. I told you Dion couldn't coach. See, he ain't nothing. See, you know, just week to week, all those things. You, you never know what happens in, in sports. Well, you only, AD more. You only you only as good as your last headlines. You know the way that the way it, this works, it, it, guys. Exactly. Yeah. But can but, you imagine ESPN, ABC, and this is way way down the line. Can you imagine based on Saturday's performance and then Sunday? Can you imagine a bowl game matchup between Florida State and Colorado? Ooh. Ooh. The, the hype around that Ooh. matchup. The the ratings numbers for that matchup would just oh my goodness gracious man yeah that would be must see TV because of the hype take a little further Florida State and Alabama or I'm sorry Colorado and Alabama Nick Saban Nick Saban you know athletic commercials yeah. Hey, there will hey. be so many commercials in that game. There was a whole bunch of commercials last in Sunday's oh. game, too. Man, just, oh, oh, just, I lost count oh, how many wait. commercials. But Saturday in the, the CU-TCU game, Coach Prime commercials everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> every every and, other and, spot was Coach where, Prime where, and broke And broke out the new Aflac commercial. <laughs> and, right. and I mean, that's the one we saw. I mean, I'm not sure how many they got in the can for this year. Remember, we saw it was about three or four different Aflac commercials last year with Nick Saban. We don't. I'm not really sure how many Aflac commercials they got in the can this year, but to tell you what, they utilized that Buffalo real quick in in, in that commercial. But, but I want to say, Aflac, if y'all watching, see this upper right corner right here where it says your ad here. We've gave y'all three, four bits of shine first 15 minutes. You need to come correct. Put that. I can I can see the wire info if you just want to wire that money to us. You know, come part of the show. Be a sponsor of Folks Talking Sports. Got the mugs. I'm thinking about launching some shirts too. Well, you already a little got stuff on the back. So, oh, so some FTS shirts. I might be in the works too. So I got some. Hey, I got plans for the Houston Round Bar Review Media Group because Big 12 football is here. Big 12 hoops is around the corner. Media Day for Big Big 12 is October, like five weeks away. Mm. I better come up, get on this train. One more time, if you're late. The Houston Round Bar Review YouTube channel has had over 4 million views since its inception. 
four million views. Get on board. Since Tony M bringing it up, gonna shift some gears. Dean not gonna get that Dana Love. Is there Dana Love? It. I'm unfamiliar. Help yeah, me. let's let's talk about that. <laughs> Brother Gibson, you said you saw the game. You saw the Cougs game Saturday against UTSA. What are your thoughts? I did. Um, I saw. I saw. I did watch it. What are my thoughts? Um, what's my man number zero for UTSA? Frank Harris. Oh man, I feel for that kid. He imploded in the second half. Three straight picks. Three picks. Yeah. Three passes. Three picks. Yeah. Yeah. That, and he's like a seventh-year player. Is yeah, that right? He is, in the words of coming to America, he's 105 years old. Yeah. <laughs> you met him one time? Yeah. 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 Bumped into him in the, on the sidewalk. Yeah. 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 105 years old. I thought you thought he was somebody else, right? Yeah. Right, I, right, thought, right. yeah. I, I thought it was A.D. Moore. I said, no, you know, A.D., how old is Frank Harris? Between me and you. Yeah. Uh, Frank Harris, 105 years old, man. He's, he's yeah. Well, years old. Yeah, yeah. But that, that I mean – so outside of that, uh, Donovan Smith, uh, you know, he was he was decent, you know, for his debut. Um, I uh, the, the where's the DB from the head picks? The, he's a transfer, East Carolina, East Carolina, Malik Fleming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Malik Fleming. He they looked decent. So it was it was a it was a good showing, you know, a good debut showing in the in the Big Twelve for for Houston. It was a win, 17-14. It was methodical. It wasn't pretty. It's a W. Ask yeah. Baylor fans what they what they want to win, ugly or lose pretty. So what's the so, fan what's the fan reaction like after that 17-14 win? For the most part, a lot of folks are happy. Okay. The fans were more upset at the missed opportunity by UH marketing, UH Athletics, mm-hmm. for not making the Love You Houston Columbia Blue jerseys. Available for purchase. Yeah, I was gonna say something about that because my man said it on on your on Thursday. Yeah, the, the content. I'm like, why are you having a drawing for one? Like that. Th- yeah, that that pissed off some folks who bought tickets prior, and they're like, hold up, why am I spending more money, and I can't get a jersey if y'all got a promotion for a drawing to possibly win a jersey? Right. So yeah, that yeah. didn't go over well, but. The jersey promotion, millions and millions of, of hits on the platforms. National media talked about it for like a 12-hour time frame on Thursday. Folks are like, hey, man, can I buy this? Where can I buy it? Where can I buy it? Oh, it's not for sale. What? What? It's not. Yeah, they dropped the bag. Big yeah. time. Well, here's, here's the deal, guys, at least from what I read. I think the NFL gave them a call, what, Saturday morning? During, they oh. got a call from the NFL office oh. because they were getting too close to the old Oilers uniform. Now, there's some changes in there. But 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 for the most part, that was that, – hey, man, that, that, those uniforms are almost a total replica, except for the helmets. But the jerseys themselves were almost a, a replica of the Oilers from the, from the, the uh, pattern and the color, the patterns and the color. Houston, the Houston cross. No, that's not the, that was not the other, but that all that love you blue. And and my understanding, they had gotten a call from the uh that's one of the reasons why they were somewhat hesitant about going here to marketing and putting them up for sale. They they hadn't they hadn't got the thing about it. If you were gonna do this, you know, and let's face it, y'all U of H U of H got some have turned out some pretty stout lawyers, man. 
they couldn't have found some people to do, go do some trademark work on that. Thank you. Yeah, that's that that's where sense. I'm going. That Y'all did sense. not clear all this stuff with the league NFL prior to doing this because yeah. the spin from Chris Pesman, AD, Dana Hogerson himself, they were surprised at how much love from the players. The players were hyped about the uniforms. They were surprised at how much love and attention they got from, from alums and fans. And I'm thinking to myself, Chris Pesman, you played football at UH years ago. You were here in Houston around Love Your Blue Houston Takeover, Oiler Takeover. And yet you were shocked at how much the people love the Columbia Blue? Come on, man. Really? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's bad. That's that's hustling backwards. Exactly. Not yeah, that's yeah, you could have cleared it with the league office. You could have run about the league office. And said, okay, <laughs> we're, we're looking at okay. This right. looks well, guys. This looks too much like the Oilers. Okay, what changes do you want us to make? We'll do this. This okay, done. And once you do that, can we sell them? Yep, you sure can. Make this happen, man. Yeah. Make this happen. Yeah. The problem right here, Joe Mina said right. They didn't think ahead. Yep. Because before I spoke with Mister Garrett Classy on the Houston Round Bar View Thursday on the lunch break on Roku, courtesy of the BS3 Network. Thank you, A.G. Jones. Thank you very much. Before I spoke to him, and to his credit, he came on high noon, start of the show. I found out like 11.30. Yeah, Chris, they're not for sale. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, they're, they're, they're not for sale. They're not available for purchase. Because I had I had friends and alums. Yo, man, like eleven o'clock, ten thirty. Can we buy these? Can we buy? Can we? Are these for sale? Well, well, come on, Chris. Now, tune in twelve o'clock. <laughs> oh, okay. Come on, man. Really, tune in at twelve. And then after the after the segment, oh no, man, we can't buy these. So there's some bootlegs out there. Is it? I saw, oh, oh yeah, on. oh yeah, some bootleg. I saw. I know, I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm being suspicious. Putting out I'm being there. suspicious. I know. I know. Hey, oh, my hey, hey, for the for the clock ran out at the fourth quarter. They already had the bootleg. <laughs> yeah, there the were corner. some fans wearing bootleg at the game on Saturday. <laughs> already Thursday to Saturday, and there's some overseas stuff that I saw someone else. I already put my order in overseas. <laughs> Missed wow. opportunity. Joe, Joe telling the truth right here. Right there. Speaking speaking facts. Bootleg, bootleg, bootleg. So yep. even if the NFL had some issues, clear up those issues beforehand. Once they're good, put that stuff on sale. Tony M, right there. It's sad but true. No other school would have dropped the ball like that. No. Sad well, but true. It, well, is it, is it, uh, Chris, yeah, you verified because I read that Pesman wanted to go ahead and do it at this game because he heard some other school locally was getting ready to do the same promotional deal, and he didn't want to he didn't want to get caught behind the gun, but he still got caught behind because you can't sell them. Yeah, he, he, I didn't hear that part because the the teams the jerseys were unveiled to the team like Monday or Tuesday, so they already saw the jerseys earlier in the week. Right. Because they tease it on the social media, like on Instagram and X. 
So Pesman unveiled them to the squad earlier in the week. So I'm not sure if that's because of another team doing it. I don't believe so, but it's possible. But still, they were not prepared to make them available for purchase. That's Caps, true. socks, something. Huh. Hmm. Nope, that's none of that. None of that. That's money so lost. Play, so the players didn't know to week of game week. No one. It, well, it was posted on on the gram like Tuesday. You know, went in, went into the locker room with the box, box of the jerseys, opened up the box. Players are hyped up, and then they didn't show up. Didn't show the audience why they were hyped. So, 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 so they were like, tune in on Saturday to see what right. this is about. So let me ask you this: When, when, or if we know, do we know when the they even came up with this idea to honor the love you? When, when did that? Oh, it, according to Garrett Classy, it's before he got there. So that's in June. So it was being discussed prior to June. Okay. So they had enough time, based on what he said right there to me, okay, to to hammer all this stuff out, okay. get okay. it clear with the NFL, get it clear with whoever need to be straight on it, okay. and put this ready for purchase. Yeah, City, state, national, global, folks would have bought this stuff up, put in the orders that men will make it available for to order. Yeah, if not available at the stadium to buy. Say, go to this website and place your orders and you'll get them in two weeks, whatever, something. But wow. to not be, be available for purchase? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. Well, they, they, they missed the golden opportunity to, to what, say, shake the goose that had to go lay the golden egg. Because that, you know, that, well, in this case, the blue egg. Yeah, and let's be clear, Miss Wanda is correct, and, and Garrett Classy said it again, and you can go to the YouTube channel to see it on Roku or either one. He also mentioned that it's not just the Columbia Blue of the Oilers. It's also the color of the old Houston police officers' cars. Because years yeah. ago, those were, and I forgot about that, because that's true, too. That's true. Yeah, exactly right, Chris. They had they had, they had had a uh, old, old, uh, Ford custom uh, police car. Remember, Ford made the custom yeah. police car. Then, then they had the Dodge one. They, they had a Dodge and a Ford, and they had the old part of that old Columbia blue. That was the, that was the police. That, that was the Houston Police Department's uh, color. The shirt, their shirts were blue like that, and they had the dark trousers. Whereas now they have when the all dark navy blue trousers or dark yeah, yeah it's navy blue trousers. Now Joe Mendez says he heard they weren't going to let anybody know until the team ran out onto the field. That was the initial plan, but they put it on social media on Twitter and X and announced that Carl Lewis was a voice of the clip. Right. Of the promotion. It blew up. Fans, alums, media were hyped, 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 hyped. What's and the benefit of not letting them people anyone know till the fat team runs out? What what's what's that about? Hustling backwards. Okay, yeah. I was trying to make it make sense, but I'm like... No, here's another example of hustling backwards. A fan reached out to Kellen Sampson via X, Twitter, and asked, will there be jerseys like this for men's basketball? Kellen replied, working on it. I replied, but... 
will they be available for purchase? Crickets. Now, wow. uh, Crickets. I, I think I think you know what? Again, I'm going back to was U of H law Bates was it the Bates Bates Law School? Is that the name of the U of H law school? Bates, I believe it is. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I know it's Bauer Business College. That's where I'm from. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> That's where now, re- well, regardless of whether it's South Texas, but you mean to tell me that all those studious lawyers that they produced over there, I know they had to study copyright infringement. Somebody had to been on top of the ball somewhere. Sure. I would hope so. So it was just a fail. They dropped the ball. Missed opportunity, money gone. So over and over, money gone there. But on a brighter note, once again, Houston won. They beat a good UTSA team, 17-14. Defense was solid, solid, not great, solid, until the fourth quarter when they gave up that 94-yard drive to get this score to 17-14 with five minutes and change left. And I was like, Boy, it'd be a shame if they lose this game. To lead all this way, three interceptions for Frank Harris. Now they got the 94-yard drive. They're going to find a way to lose this game. But the offense, the last 535, kept the ball. Ran out the clock, kept the ball. And Jeff Trailer, who I respect, he's still a little salty based on what I saw earlier today. He's still salty for some reason. About the spot, the bad spot that Donovan Smith, the refs gave Donovan Smith. It was third down. Third down. That's important. I was third down. It was third and three. Donovan Smith spun, landed, elbow landed. I thought the elbow landed for first down. The line referee lineman initially said he was short. So they decided to measure. Third down, Willie. Third down. Third down. UTSA called their last time out. That surprised me because I thought under two minutes, it'd be a booth review to check the spot. Yeah. Nope. They called third time out. They come out, do the measurement from one angle of the camera. Looked like it was like two inches short. So Jeff Taylor's like, hey, yeah, it's short. It's short. We're good. It's short. And he was acting like it was fourth down a UTSA ball. The announcers, Robert Smith and Chris Myers, like it's fourth down. Oh, UTSA gonna get the ball. I'm like, no, it's third down. <laughs> what are y'all doing? It's still third down. Mm-hmm. Then they brought the ball to the middle of the field, spotted it. Oh, first down. Jeff Taylor's like, what the hell? <laughs> what? <laughs> so he he was still upset about that today. And I'm like, yeah. You know, I said Saturday in post game. Hey, if the kids got some powerful, powerful love, hey, so be it. Big boys, you know, get appreciation, whatever. But it would have still been fourth down in like an inch. Yeah. An inch or two at the most. I mean, it was big. You could barely put a paper in between the chain and the ball. So I choose to believe they could have, Donovan Smith could have fell, fell forward and picked up an inch to ice the game that way. Jeff Taylor didn't want to look, like, look at it like that. Hey, well, you know, you're 0-1. So take it up with who they want to take it up with. You're 0-1. Take it 
Take that L, like the kids say. Take that L and move on. Anyhow, Coos won. It's a great crowd. It wasn't a sellout like I thought it would be. 30, 38,000, 37, 8. Wait, 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 they they can't fit in for four thousand people at TDECU. They can do that. They can fit in like a thousand at Fertitta because they've well, done that. They've gone over capacity like eight times this past season at Fertitta to break records over and over again. <laughs> so the question that so the, so I'm just looking down the road. If they didn't get the what thirty eight, <clears throat> so are the Cougars that's going to be when Texas show up? Are they going to keep their tickets or go sell them? Oh, many of them are sold already for UTSA. It, it went on the um, the market for sale. They were bought for folks trying to get that money. TCU game will probably be a sellout, actual sellout, because the first game in the Big 12 and plus TCU will buy up tickets, you know, buy them on the third-party market or whatever. But, yeah, that'll probably, probably be 40000 Longhorn game will be a sellout. No question. Honestly, 38000 for a UTSA in the heat on a September 2nd for Houston and its fickle fans is, is damn good. And the Astros are playing the Yankees downtown as well. So it's like 80,000 people downtown for Astros and the Cougs. That's pretty good for yeah. this city. <clears throat> See, you take it, take it, how you, take it where you can get it. So I'm, I'm going to take it as a W. They got to do better. They got to do a better job marketing. Promotions keep winning. Coach Hogerson has said over and over the last couple of weeks, he realizes, he understands, he has to do his part to put out a good product on the field. He acknowledges that. He said it again today, Brother Gibson. I was at the press conference today. Nice. I can attend those, just not get not games, but and presser is available on ESPN Plus. What was his beverage of choice today? Water. Well, it was a bottle of water. Okay. So no more. I don't know what was, we, what was in the little... bottle, but it was a bottle of water. Okay. A water bottle. Okay. Wait a minute. Similar it, to what it, you're drinking right now. Similar to that. You mean he didn't have a brand turn around? Or, I mean, no, he, yeah, he got it right. So, oh, okay. All right. Jeez. Folks talking sports, chiding them last year. I think they got that part right. All right. I'm just asking. So yeah, or as kids say, I was asking. So, I I I asked Coach Hogan three questions. Uh, One about Rice. One about whether he likes to spread the ball around on offense, or go to have like one or two receivers based on matchups. And then, of course, I had to ask him. I'm I'm a hype man for marketing, apparently, because my other colleagues don't think like I do, media wise. I once get Dana's thoughts on. He said Saturday, after the game Saturday, they had over 200 recruits at the game. So I asked him today if he got feedback from the recruits about the crowd, the big crowd, the atmosphere, the whole vibe. He said, oh, yeah, we had some of the kids coming to the locker room. They were hyped up, excited. They love uniforms. I'm like, oh, they love uniforms. And today couldn't even buy them. But anyway, but they love uniforms. So it was great to see. But he said it was one step, got to continue it. Got to continue winning, continue get, having the big crowds. 
Don't make this a one-time thing. That clip is on Houston Round Bar View YouTube. It should be a clip at uhcougars.com. Not just not the whole thing on finally Houston Cougars Athletics YouTube, formerly UH Content Solutions. Whew. So you got rid of that. But that clip should be on their platform in this Jemine. Because mine, I put it on shorts, I put it on threads, I put it on the gram, I put it on X. I'm gonna get mine out there. I'm gonna get mine. Because the recruits loved it. Coach Hogerson said, yes, it was great to see the fans there. Come back to see us. All that positivity going for us. This is step one in what, what we want to be to be a, a big-time program. He said that. So UH marketing, UH media, run with that. Put it on Twitter. You, take my voice out if you want to. That's okay. My voice is already on, <laughs> on my platforms. I'm going to do mine. But take my voice out if you want to. Have the coach say, this is what we want going forward for every home game. Recruits see this. Recruits appreciate this. This way they want to see. This is big-time football. This is what it looks like. Sell-out crowds. That's what we want. Hint, hint, hint. But Rice. Rice lost to Texas on Saturday, 37-10. Played well for a half. Defense played well. Concur. I, I concur. The defense defensive up. line, I think, will give the Cougs offensive line some problems for a quarter, if not the first half. Hmm. I'm still not convinced about UH's offensive line. Just not yet. Turnover there, new coach, new new O line coach. But Rice got some players. To Braylon Carroll, DB Carroll, back from ACL, I think ACL last year. Young fella is a He's a load. <laughs> He's a load. He might say hi to Donovan Smith a couple of times if they're not careful. But Rice, they don't have the talent. They don't have the depth that yeah. Houston does. So it's a game the Cougs should win. But all those things, you know, it's a rivalry. I'm and going to now shift gears. The last, the last rivalry, too, for the Bayou Bucket because – it's the Bayou Bucket. Well, they want to continue. They, that's one thing Coach Hogerson added again today. They might want he, to. He wants to continue playing Rice every year. If it's up to him, his preference would be UH plays Rice every year. A.D. Moore. Yes, sir. Willie Gibson. Indeed. Yes, sir. Miss Wanda Polk. Tony M. Joe Mendez. Watching us on YouTube and Facebook. Calford. Cal Ford. Cal Stanford. And Smooth, SMU. Shout out to Coach Toya Wilson, who I interviewed two weeks ago on the lunch break before it was official that SMU was joining the ACC. Those three schools are now members of the, what is it now? What's we call it? The, at, the Atlantic, Coast. the, the Atlantic Coast Conference. Yeah. The, what is, whatever, the All Coast Conference. There we go. The All Coast Conference. Yeah that calford calford i guess miss condisa rice ha had her way carrot pulled her weight they're now members they're staying in a power five smu from all reports is going to go nine years mr moore mr gibson nine years 
I without still, media rights money. I still don't make sense to me. I, I still don't believe that report, though. I, I I do not believe. I don't care who you are, and and, and remember, Bill Clements is Bill Clements when he was the chairman of the board at SMU, and yep. when they had to, when they continued had to play pay the players, and he acknowledged that Bill Clements is dead, guys. So I don't know if he still got some of the, his estate money that's that's uh, filling the coffers of SMU. I I find, I still find I can't phantom a school not giving up nine years of revenue money. I mean, they won't do. They wouldn't do that at the Big Horseshoe, would they, Willie? Absolutely not. Come on. Oh no, Miss Miss Wanda, it went from seven to nine. It's now yeah. nine years. Nine. Foregoing nine years of revenue from the media rights deal. Nine. Just to go years. to the ACC. To go to the ACC, nah. which might still lose, which gets to another part of the discussion. Clemson, Florida Carolina. State, Clemson, Florida State. and Carolina. Yeah. Your your thoughts on especially Florida State? They're not an AAU member. Florida University of Florida, I cannot see. Based on but all this realignment talk, anything's possible now. But I cannot see University of Florida saying, "Oh yeah, we're good with them coming to the SEC." Oh yeah, no, I can't see that happening. But you know, no, I can't see the Big Ten saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." We want y'all. Well, well, let me say this. I'll say the Big, the Big Ten will take Carolina and Virginia. That's what I'm. That's where I'm going. Yeah, I see them taking them. Yeah, even Miami. Yeah, but I can't see them taking Florida State. No. So if it's not the Big Ten, and then it's not the SEC, where are they gonna go to make their money? The Pac-12. <laughs> You know, <laughs> where, where is this, Mister Moore? Where is this, this puff money? I forgot to email you the the, uh, the article I read, but more private funds, money started to trickle into college athletics. But where were the where you know, as Joe says right here, the ACC right. might not be there in nine years. Right. Well, we know the Pac-12 is not is is gone after this year. And I, saw gonna, I saw yeah. something. I saw something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead 13 and 0. 13 and 0. Yeah. yeah. Undefeated. 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 But, but check this. Check this. You tell me what you guys think about this. NCAA bylaws, the conference has to have eight members, right? Right. But a conference has two years right. to get to that number. So conceivably, Oregon State and Washington State can, for two years, make their own schedule and go out and recruit six new members to get to eight and keep the Pac-12 vibrant. So they what, could do that. But so what you saying, they're going to go to the WAC? They're going to they, they go to the WAC and, and raid the WAC? The Mountain West. West. Mountain West. The, the West. Yeah. But yeah. see, the, the thing is with that scenario, and it, it is possible, but with that, they still have to do, unlike George Klevkoff, they still need to get a media rights deal yeah. first. Right. Because what schools in the Mountain West or the American would decide to go to what is right now the Pac-2 on a pipe dream and say, oh, yeah, we'll join y'all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What did Fox ESPN say? 
What did Amazon say? How much are they going to give us? We don't know yet. Oh, then why are you calling me? Right, right, right. Well, we, once we form the conference, get to eight, then we're going to go to them and no, 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 no. So right now I'm getting eight from the American. I know, I know I'm getting that. I know, I know that I'm getting eight million right now from the American. For Mount West, I'm getting four or five. So tell me what I'm going to get from Amazon, Apple, Fox, ESPN. We don't know. So again, why are you calling me? Don't waste my time until you know what we are going to get. Chris, what was the question that I posed to the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference when we had our sit down with him about what entity that nobody act like they didn't want to want to? Oh, uh, yeah, you asking about yeah you know, the private funds? Yeah, yeah, I guess private fund in particular. What about the Saudi political? Uh, well, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, well, that part of it, I don't see the Saudis going after the Pac two because no, no, there's nothing, no, nothing there. No, but if, if look. If they made if they made the PGA capitulate, okay. If they made the PGA capitulate, I guarantee you, there's enough slovenness in in between college athletics right now that somebody will roll over and they'll roll over and get rubbed on their stomach real quick for some money from the Saudis. They oh might, yeah, but but I'm saying it, it, that it, 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 won't, it won't be Washington State or Oregon State. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, but yeah, still, it won't be them. No, it won't be them. But now, I, at I, some point, it might be the All Coast Conference. It might be Florida State. You know, it might be somebody like that. But I, it won't be Oregon State and Washington State. The Saudis may have no morals. They may have no scruples. But they do. They know money. And they're like, Oregon well, we State got, well, you got and Washington State. When you got uh, $600 yeah, billion. Well, dollars, when you, I'm not when going to get it. When you sit on a nest egg of $600 billion, <laughs> but why? Yeah, yeah but why give that to Tulane? Oh, no, 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 no. And Oregon no. State and and uh, Washington State and Boise State. They're not gonna do that. No, they're they not give gonna that do to that. Michigan, Ohio State. <laughs> you know, the, the big boys. They, yeah, they do that, and that might happen in the I think, near I future. Think, I think. I think. That's, I think. Point. that I think. I think that's more of a reality, and more of an immediate future. Which I would say within the next, say, eighteen to twenty-four months, if not sooner. If I, it, I won't, I won't go that far because it's still. I'll send the article. I, I saved. I'll send it to you because it's okay. still a lot of hoop. Because especially for public institutions, private institutions, that's a little bit different. You you have less hoops to jump through, but public wise, you got to go through a lot more hoops to do all that. Anyway, Stanford and Cal, high academic institutions, traveling. As Joe Mendez says, hella road trips for Calford. Yep. Because of football, they are so big on academics, I thought, they claim. But they said, oh, no, no, yeah, we got, a, we got all this other money. But no, we, we love the prestige of being in a power conference, an autonomy conference. Mr. Gibson. Yeah. I find it difficult to believe that these presidents, chancellors, these professors of higher academics, these elite, so-called elite, sit around smoking their cigars, drinking their wine or whatever they are doing. And you saying, well, you know, it's great to be in a power being the Big Ten, or it's great to be in the ACC. 
it's so important to us as we and some of them y'all are in what i thought we were part of the the aau i thought this was, was academic discussion oh no 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 oh no 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 see that's where you're getting it wrong we need that money we need that prestige so we gotta continue to suck on that tit of the football gravy train because before it runs out oh so you're one of those people i thought you were academician oh no what gave you that idea well i thought you were this that oh well when he talks that's where i am with all this that's stanford the what based on the u.s news world report based on whatever academic rating you want to use the best institution academic outside of the ivy league Soul is soul for football. And the football program has been good in years. <laughs> yeah. Years. Years. Decades. A decade. And Cal receives more money from the student fees than any other, I think, any other university in the country. So where are y'all getting this money from to pay for, as Joe Mendez says, pay for these trips? Where is this coming from? Because you're taking a pay cut to join the ACC. All I know is the Big Ten had a bag for both Cal and Stanford. You're getting that $30 million per, increasing $1 million per year for the six subsequent years. Oh, not $8 million? No, $30. Beginning at $30 million. 30, 30 in year one, 31 in year two, so on and so forth through year seven. And then when the wasn't, that a seven, came, wasn't that a seven billion dollar deal with it? Right. That's yeah, okay. so they didn't get full share. Right. Right. Full share, I believe it's 78 million. Full share is 78 million. So they got a little less than a third. Beginning. So, uh, about the similar to what Oregon and similar Washington. To, right, exactly. Right. Similar to Oregon and Washington. Exactly. The bag was there. The background was done. Because remember, Kevin Warren, when he did his research, he did research on six Pac-12 schools. Oregon, Washington. He also did research on UCLA, USC. And then lastly, he did research on Cal and Stanford. So the, the deal was done. The bag was sitting on the table. For whatever reason, they chose to leave it. I Give me, I want y'all's thoughts on this. I forgot the president of Cal's name. My apologies. To say that, well, the ACC is considering or it, it's being discussed to have neutral site meetings or games taking place in Dallas because it's a central location in the country to reduce travel. Okay, so just to eliminate home field advantage, home home advantage for anybody. And y'all think that's a good idea? Not going to happen. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. You think Clemson, you think Clemson going to give up their home field? North Carolina? State, that's, that's what I'm saying. North Carolina's going to give up their home field advantage? So the Cal president said this publicly. Dr. Michael Drake. And treat it like it was a good idea. Like, oh, yeah, this is, this is how it's going to. We're going to accommodate the travel and make it easier on the student assets. We're going to meet in the middle of the country in Dallas. 
for for the for the conference championship game, right? No, 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 no. No, no. Other sports. It, it no, no. If it's not yeah. the conference championship game, nobody's nope. giving up their home field. Nobody's gonna give up their home court. They, that's not happening. The, the the president of Cal is Dr. Michael Drake. If that shows you how out of touch the presidents and chancellors are at these higher academic institutions. Mr. Gibson? Can I talk about Dr. Michael Drake and excuse my exclamation? The reason for my exclamation is, and I'll keep saying it, the president of the University of California is Dr. Michael Drake. Mm -hmm. He's an optom He's an optometrist from San Francisco. Okay. How do I know all this about the University of California president? Because Dr. Michael Drake is formerly the president of The Ohio State University. Oh. Oh. I say formally because he is the president who made the decision to suspend Urban Meyer three football games for a discretion made by his wide receivers coach, Zach Smith. There was a situation where Zach Smith uh, had a domestic violence situation with his former wife. Um, Urban Meyer uh, brought Zach Smith from Florida. Urban Meyer, uh, Zach Smith is the grandson of former Ohio State football coach Earl Bruce, yeah. who is a mentor to Urban Meyer. And Urban brought Zach in as, as a favorite of Coach Bruce. Uh, Zach has his issue with his wife. Uh, Urban sweeps it under the rug. He and Gene Smith meet, side, they'll handle it internally. And it's never to be heard from again until a public record request is made and the police report is surfaces. So all that being said, just in the background, Dr. Michael Drake at the time overruled the Ohio State Board of Trustees and made a decision to suspend Urban Meyer. I did lied G to you now. I told my G colleagues. Did Gene Smith get getting uh, didn't he get uh, set down too, uh Willie? Yes, both okay. here and both of them got set down. Right. I told my colleagues in that press conference that Wednesday night to quote the late great orator Craig Mack. <laughs> he will not be around next year. <laughs> he will not be around next year. You don't go against the board of trustees and suspend the football coach because you're the president and you want to let people know I'm the man. I'm, yep. I'm the straw that stirs the drink. 12 months later, he retired. So that's what was kind of confusing when I saw that. Like, oh, he retired, but now he's the president at Cal Berkeley. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's why he's not in the Big Ten. Well, he didn't want to mess with y'all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, well, we had to let him know. No. We had to let him know. <laughs> oh, that's why he, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he take eight million instead of 30 million. So that, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. All right. In these closing moments, I want to say this. Miss Wanda, Joe, Mr. Willie Gibson, Mr. A.D. Moore. The Houston Cougars men's basketball team had an official visit by a four-star young man this weekend. It was hush-hush. He arrived on September 1st, left on September 3rd. 
he had already made, I believe, two unofficial visits. His name is Chase McCarty. 6'5", 200. One of the handful of unsigned class of 24 top players remaining. I'm mentioning that here on Folks Talking Sports because that's what we do here mm-hmm. on Folks Talking Sports. Maybe one other place where you see any mention of Chase McCarty making an official visit here in Houston this weekend, this past weekend. Folks Talking Sports is now number two. And I promise you that first person ain't in here in Houston. Okay, so mm-hmm. one more time, Miss Wanda, Joe Mendez, Tony M. You're hearing it here. The Houston Round Ball Review presents Folks Talking Sports. Chase McCarty, four-star basketball player, Chase McCarty, took his official visit to the Houston Cougars this past weekend. Already visited Tennessee. May have a couple. And he's doing the smart thing that I recommend to all the youngsters. You got five officials? Take all five. Exactly. Take all five. Make them exactly. pay for your way. Take all five. Hey, make sure one of them the University of Hawaii. Why not? Hey. I'm just saying. Hey, Ms. I Wanda managed. This out, so, yeah, Miss Wanda putting out. Is that why you saw Kellen heading to Fertitta on Saturday? Uh, you said it. I didn't. I'm just saying. Chase was in town. He has not, as of to, ooh, uh, this morning, posted clips of his visit. This visit. He posted clips of his one of his unofficial visits last year on his gram. I feel like I'm young now, Willie. Hey, his gram. I got to adjust. I'm trying to get that full man on the gram now that I got the full man on, on YouTube. Yes, sir. So, yes. So, keep that in mind. Chase McCarty. Made his one of his five officials. He was here in town at the University of Houston men's basketball program. He can play, he got skills. Now, I'm not gonna say because I don't know which way he's leaning. I'll just say this, brother Gibson. Mm-hmm. I'm saying all what I just said for a reason. I know you are. I, I, I listen, I know you well. I know you well, so I get it. Can I say one thing? I don't know. I, I've come yes, at Houston please, a lot. Yes. I've come at Houston a lot, and I just want to show love to the Texans. I know, AD, this is your band. I apologize. I hope I'm not stepping on your, on your no, line. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. I just want to show love to the Texans because I, I saw where they announced their captains today, and shout-out to Laramie Tunsil and shout-out to uh, Jimmy Ward and uh, help me with the name. Jalen, is it Petrie? Petrie, yeah. Jalen Petrie, and then the last one. Um Ricky, uh, I think it's Cold Coleridge Bernard Stroud the fourth. <laughs> Mama called him CJ. So Ricky quarterback from the Ohio State University. CJ Stroud. Okay. Is that where he's from? That is that where he's from? I, somebody told me that. I think I saw that Saturday <laughs> during the Buckeye game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. We went we went all the way around Laramie Tunsil just. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to see. He, he built it up. He built oh, it up. Okay. 
I like that. I like that. Hey, yeah, that was no, a no, tease. No problem. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. That's, yeah, go ahead. I, I got to show, hey, show people Houston love. Okay. I know, yeah, that's how you do it in media. You know, you build it up, yeah. build up the storyline, and yeah. then, then get to the money shot. There yeah, you yeah. go. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. And Mr. Moore. Yes, sir. I believe. And what's what's his government, government name, Mr. Gibson? What's his name again? Coleridge. Coleridge Bernard Stroud IV. Mr. Moore, I believe you are going to be in Baltimore this weekend to see Coleridge. Yes, I, I, right? I will. I'm planning on being at uh, what BMT BMT MT uh, Bank Stadium. I think that's the name of a bank, the sponsoring bank of the stadium. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, they're not paying no no, uh, no advertising fee down here. But I, I'm playing. I will be there uh, Sunday afternoon when the Texans kick off under the uh, the, the D D'Amico Ryan's. Showing up uh, series kickoff for real then, but even like D'Amico said today in the press, which I got out, it's out there on Instagram, X, you name it. Uh, he said, Hey, and he, like he said, I'm not putting pressure on any of my players. He said, Because they asked him, How's he feeling? He said, I'm, He said, I'm prepared for this, I'm ready for this, and I'm, I'm ready to go. He said, I'm not putting no pressure on any of my players, especially the young, young guys, because I'm not putting pressure on myself. He said, I'm gonna do the best job I can, and we're gonna go play. So and and will there be a a uh, post game show, sir? Yes, sir. There will there will definitely be a post game show at Max Corner. After we, it will be originate either from Baltimore or either from Fairfax, Virginia. One one of the two places. If I depend on what once we get through with the uh, interview, post game and everything, post game show will be going uh, and brought to you by the uh, Ken Ross Agency. And the Ken Ross Agency again this year has. Has uh, stepped up to the plate and will be sponsoring uh, the post game shows for the whole season again. Let me see if I can do this. Keep on talking, AD Moore. I'll give you some more shine here. Let's see yeah. if we can do this here. Yeah, because uh, uh, th- that's it. And uh, hey, man, we, we but get and I'm like uh, Chris, like you, uh, willing. Hey, we we down here hustling, man. We looking because you know, uh, believe it or not, United American Delta. These flights aren't cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> they are not cheap. Even even when you get them ahead of twenty one days ahead of schedule, and if you go like from Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, which is supposed quote unquote supposed to be the cheapest time, yeah. and they still not giving them away. <laughs> but uh, now nah, we, we again, man, we are look we are looking forward. We are looking forward to the second season, man, and uh, got a few extra got a few extra surprises we're gonna throw out there. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, in fact, I'm working on some. I'll, I'll just put it like this it'll be announced probably once I clear some out. I might have some Wednesday night, a special tribute Wednesday night coming out, but I'll, I won't, I'll let that once I get it confirmed. And it's Ad Max Corner, right, sir? Yes, it is. All right, and that's on Instagram and YouTube, right? Yes, it is. And right X, there, right? Yeah. Yep. Let me do it this way, get more pr- profound for the folks, the Admax Corner. But yes, so Mr. Moore will be on the road with the Texans this weekend. I will be at Rice this Saturday for the Cougs Rice for the Bayou Bucket. Matchup, 6 p.m. Central Time, Mr. Moore, Mr. Gibson, Central Time. The game, I believe, will be on the NFL Network. It is. I think. I plan on trying to watch a little bit. So watch a little bit of that. I'm curious to see how many folks will be in attendance from UH and as well as Rice. 
Probably Miss Wanda, let me know if you're going to be there, because if you are, let me know, and I'll come say hi. But yes, one more time, one more again, using my, my slang, one more again, the Houston Round Ball Review YouTube channel. How many, has over, how many views? Has over 4 million views. Four. 4 million views. 4, four million. million. So, all right, Miss Wanda said she will be there. Look forward to that. Thank you very much, Miss Wanda. I will see you Saturday. Tony M., thank you as always for your support. All right, bro. Appreciate Spread you. the word as well. Hey, I'm going to be in Cleveland at the, at the Browns-Bengals game. I was going I was, I was to ask you, where are you going to be on, on this, this Sunday, coming Sunday? Yeah, this Sunday I'll be in uh, Cleveland Browns Stadium. No sponsorship at the moment. <laughs> so it's back to Cleveland Browns Stadium. Uh, for the season opener, the Cleveland Browns versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, I, 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 right I'm going I'm to talk, talk to you all, all thing because I, I, I'm thinking about it, I'm going to catch you, your Bengals game because the Texans come up there for the Bengals on the 12th, November. Well, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. All right. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Rolling. Rolling. All three of us rolling, rolling, rolling. Come aboard this train, people. Come aboard this train. Advertise with folks talking sports. Buy you some merch. Let me see. I don't have. I like. I got. Let me see here. Working on the working on the FTS. Got the mug right there. Order that mug. Get to you. Buy. Click on the link in the video if you're watching on YouTube. Buy their product. Should be available now. If not, click on the Linktree link. Got a link. Linktree is nice. I must say, I'm very impressed with Linktree. Got links to all of it, of the merch that's available right now, the FTS mug, the Round Bar Review mug, the Let's Talk Houston Rockets mug, T-shirts, tank tops. Got to get these revenue streams flowing. Kind of dry right now. It's kind of kind of a drought, but the, the drought might be ending. Won't be long now. Won't be long. Got some. Got a meeting lined up this week. Couple of meetings lined up this week. Follow up next week. As Joe says, right here, catch the train to 5 million views. That's right. Yep. Indeed, because it's not even rocket season yet. Come aboard this train because U.S. Cougs basketball will be the first year in the Big 12. Right. Media days next month, and I'm planning to do some things in the Big 12. Y'all think y'all better watch out because y'all don't know who I know in the Big 12. <laughs> y'all going to find out. Y'all going to find out who I know in the Big 12. U.S. Women's Basketball made the news today. Okay. Thanks to a, a source. Send me the tweet. Got uh, the Cougs women's team made the top five of a player. And oh my gosh, I feel old because I saw her dad play <laughs> in high school. Oh boy. Let's see. Let me get her first name right. Last name is Sneed. Kendall Sneed announced her top five. And it's La Tech, Lamar, UH, Tulane, and Texas State. Kendall Sneed, her dad, Omar Sneed, was a bad, bad man. Ooh, he was a bad, bad man. Wait, Omar wait. is Omar Sneed on the... Omar got a daughter that's getting ready to go to college? Yes. That's... Yeah. Ugh. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but Willie Gibson, Omar is on the staff at Lamar. Oh, say less. Okay, notice what I said about the yep. top five. La yep. Tech, Lamar. Say less. <laughs> UH, Texas State, and Tulane. Yeah. So we'll see. 
who she ends up choosing. Choosing. Yeah. I was just putting it out there. Yeah. But we're going to wrap it up. Thank you, very everybody, for those who watched us on a Monday edition Labor of Day Monday. Folks Talking Sports Labor Day Monday. Willie Gibson, I'm going to give you the floor. I'm going to give you the big screen. Uh-oh. How can folks find you? And we are going to have, oh, well, I don't know about this, Tony M. Uh, tune in for Houston Rockets basketball first wow. year in the playoffs since James Harden. Oh, what are you talking about see. what? We talk about like what? four years from now? Yeah, what What year is that, Tony? What year is that? <laughs> yeah, is that 24? <laughs> what year? Yeah. I think it might be 25. Dang. Not this season. But, yeah, I don't know about Yeah, not this season. Woody Gibson. Yes, sir. The floor is yours. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen, as always. Appreciate the opportunity. Uh, you can find me at Will Gibson 7 as the crawl goes by on X. I'm 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 a mouth. I'm, I'm Twitter. Twitter, doggone. You can find me on Twitter at Will Gibson 7. Uh Instagram at Will Gibson 7 and Facebook on Will Know at Will Knows. All right, I, I I understand. I understand. I I respect you, sir, yeah. for that. All right, brother Moore. Yes, sir. The world is yours, sir. Well, as as you've already alluded to it, at Ad Max Corner on YouTube, Ad Max Corner Instagram, uh, X Twitter. I, I go back and forth. I haven't. Uh, they had. I haven't sent. They haven't sent me my money for me to continue to call it X. But I, you know, whatever the case might be. Uh, AD underscore more 64. And also, yeah, in my own personal, my Facebook, I'm just Adolphus Moore on Facebook, but that's okay. But you get to see all of it. And for long, I think I'm going to have threads hooked up and ready to roll too. But right now, you know, for a fact that they, I, I am on Instagram and I've got everything else. It is tied. In fact, the Instagram is tied right into the Facebook. So everything is moving along quite well. And I think one of the better moves we made with Instagram and then Going with the YouTube with the YouTube shorts, it, it really turned a lot of eyeballs that way. But I appreciate it. Thank everyone for looking, seeing, be prepared, be on the lookout for something coming up Wednesday. If I could get everything pulled off, and then be prepared for the Texans post game on not only my YouTube channel but on the Houston Rawball channel, and either it's going to be on X or Facebook, one of the third one third uh, third rails of uh, our enterprise, fledging enterprise is moving on. Thank you, Mr. Moore. I am KG, Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar Review, as well as Folks Talking Sports. Folks Talking Sports is on the gram and threads. You see it there on the screen. Folks Talking Sports. And, of course, the Houston Round Bar Review. Thank you to the youngsters. Keeping up with the Houston Round Bar Review on the gram, threads, and TikTok. I'm starting to get folks on TikTok. TikTok is a different animal. I'm seeing videos in my mentions. I'm like, okay, I didn't follow that person. But stuff popping up on my... Whatever. Yeah. Well, you can follow me there as well on TikTok at Houston Round Bar Review. But here, Folks Talking Sports, IG and Threads at Folks Talking Sports. Go to those platforms to watch the clips from Coach Dana Hogerson. His answer to my three questions from today's media session that is also available on ESPN Plus, Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus, but also on Threads, Instagram, and of course on the Houston Round Bar Review. YouTube channel as well as on the folks, the brand new folks talking sports YouTube channel. And who knows, maybe one day get up to 4 million views on the folks talking sports YouTube channel. I'm yep. putting it out there in the universe. So 
put everybody back on the screen. Thank you to A.D. Moore, Willie Gibson for their comments, insight, and opinions. Thank you to Joe Mendez, Tony M., Miss Wanda Polk, T.I., <clears throat> for chiming in their comments. T.I. On tip? Yep. Not that tip. because if, oh. if it was that tip, <laughs> I'd say tip. Hit a brother <laughs> up on the ground. Because, you know, no. I can hear you right, right up there in the upper right. Okay. You're right here. You can say T.I. T.I., whatever you want to say, T.I., Post Office Sports. You, you got us. You can, hey, <laughs> make it happen, T.I. If you're that T.I., T.I. dash seven seven nine one. Okay, fair enough. And at some point, yes, I will get back to Let's Talk Houston Rockets. We'll get into that discussion as well. Might even be doing some other things on a weeknight basis. Big 12, y'all going to find out. I'm just saying, y'all going to find out. Some things in the works, they happen. Y'all going to find out who I know. But all right, as always, in conclusion, the Houston, oh, and of course, watch on YouTube the channel on Facebook. Follow at the website, HoustonRoundBarReview.com. The Houston Round Bar Review. Since 1994. Local name. Global perspective. Y'all take care. Peace. Ciao, guys.